Good morning and welcome to this blessed Easter morning service here in the sanctuary. We are delighted to see all of you who are here in the sanctuary with us this morning, especially those who are here for the first time. Isn't it a joyous day to be here together? Amen? Amen. And for those of you who are joining us virtually, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, What a blessed day to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord. So we want to encourage you to like, share, and comment on social media uh, as you view the service now, but even in the future, uh, so that we can share the good news of the gospel that Jesus Christ, our Lord, is risen today. Uh, We also want to make sure that you uh, recognize that we have a new um, button on our website right now so that you can tell us more about yourself, especially if you are joining us virtually and would like more information about Highland Valley United Methodist Church. It's called Tell Us More, and you can go to our website and click on the link and share your information and ask questions, but also it's for everyone to be able to utilize and share prayer requests if you would like to at any time so that our prayer team can know how to pray for you during this time. So now let us go to the Lord in prayer. Oh God, we gather together in the beauty of this morning and hope of your kingdom coming, in reflection of your works of redemption in our lives, in the anticipation of your triumph, and in the overwhelming joy of your resurrection. You bring good news to the poor. You release the captives. You give sight to the blind, freedom to the oppressed, and you proclaim the reign of God over even death. In remembrance of the word made flesh, causing turmoil and confusion by letting evil do its worst, all to transform God's creation in the ecstasy of love. We gather this resurrection morning, celebrating the knowledge of your truth to proclaim your reign over all and to worship you in spirit and in truth. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Will you stand for the call to worship in the opening uh, hymn this morning? So now we say these historic words. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Let us sing.
would soon be dead. He said, did you forget me, Father, did you? They nailed him to a wooden cross. Soon all the world would feel the loss of Christ the King before his hallelujah. 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 Oil and spice anointing, hallelujah. 
morning. It is a delight to see each of you here this morning, those who are here in person, and we certainly uh, welcome those who are tuning in through social media. I invite you to uh, the Word of God as it is recorded in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 12 through 19. Please hear the following. Now if Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, how can some of you say there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our proclamation has been in vain, and your faith has been in vain. We are even found to be misrepresenting God because we testify of God that he raised Christ whom he did not raise if it is true that the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised. If Christ is not been raised, your faith is futile and you are still in your sins. Then those also who have died in Christ have perished. If for this life only we have hoped in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Share with me for a moment of prayer. I stand, God, as an empty container before you. I pray, O oh God, that you would pour into me a fresh measure of what you would have me to say and how to say it. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my thoughts and efforts be acceptable in thy sight, Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. I have, first let me say how delighted it is to see you all here this morning. Ah, it brings back such memories. Yeah. yeah, you preached to an empty building for four years. <laughs> So it is a joy to see you this morning. I have entitled this message for today, What If? And by way of this question, I want to, I, I shall seek to get at some of uh, the celebratory things that certainly is a part of this special Sunday. And recently, I have have done some thinking about the matter of what if, what if you could live anywhere in the world, 
would it be where you are living now? What if you could spend a day with any person alive or deceased? Who would you spend it with? What if you could vacation to any place or go again to any place where you have gone, where would that be? I started thinking, what if men really understood women? And, and I thought, mm -mm. don't go there, Pastor. I spent a little time with such thoughts, and then uh, the, the, the practical and the more spiritual and the socially minded side of me began to kick in. So I began to ask other questions like, what if becoming more like Jesus was the desire? of every believer? What if all believers truly cooperated with the Holy Spirit? What would the body of Christ be able to accomplish? What if people did not allow differences like ethnicity or gender or race or skin color to be an obstacle, but something to be celebrated? What if? What if people did not fall prey to cultural touch points that keeps us at odds with one another? What if we embrace the idea that all persons are made in the image of God, which means that every nationality and every race and every ethnicity of people is their own part imaging God themselves? If that is the case, that every person, every nationality, every ethnicity of people in their own way are imaging God. If that is the case, and it is, then the wholeness of God and the beauty of God is only seen in all of the diversities of humanity. What if, what if our love for God showed up and how we interacted with one another. What if, just thinking to myself, what if America was a good nurturer of all of its citizens? What kind of society could we really have? Just a few what ifs. Then, None of those, none of those what ifs are as impactful as the one that comes to us out of our texts 
for today. Our text calls our attention to a very serious matter, a matter of earthly and heavenly proportion, a matter of theological and eschatological implication. This what is is a serious matter in our Christian faith. It impacts the Christian view of salvation and justification. We started out on a journey on February 17th of 2021, Ash Wednesday of this year, and 46 days or so later, here we are celebrating the resurrection. But what if? What if? This question emerges out of our text. It is breathtaking, soul-disturbing, and spiritual shaking question. A question that believers from long ago confronted, so it is this what-if question I want to take a moment to for us to consider this morning, if there is, listen, verse 13 of, of, of our reading, if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not raised. Such a question attacks the citadel of our Christian foundation. This what if holds personal and social implication. This what if... Uh, spreads across all of Christendom to consider 1 Corinthians 15, 13, but if, 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 if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen? Who? What a kill, Joe. What a spiritual depressing concept. What, what if there is no resurrection? What, what if Christ remains in the grave? The Bible says then our preaching is useless. Jesus, if Jesus did not rise from the grave, preaching is perjured testimony. There is nothing to preach really about if Christ, who claimed to be the Son of God and our Savior, did not conquer death. If Christ is not bodily raised from the dead, this would have disastrous theological consequence. The capstone and the whole structure of Christian preaching teaching collapse if there is no resurrection everything connected with after death is of great interest to believers if Jesus if Jesus did not burst the bands of death and step from the grave we have a problem you see all of Jesus claims 
rested upon the resurrection. But if that failed, his rising from the tomb, if it didn't happen, we're in trouble. His witness was to be witness, witnesses were to be witnesses of his resurrection and of all of the important events surrounding it. But if he didn't raise, rise from the grave, his resurrection was the seal of the power of cavalry. But if he didn't, if he failed, The grave still holds it. His resurrection corroborates precursor miracles that Jesus performed. You see, the resurrection of Christ is essential. That's why we're here this morning. That's why we make that pilgrimage each year, especially from Ash Wednesday, anticipating Easter Sunday morning. All we have is the, if Jesus didn't get up, all we have is the decomposing corpse of an itinerant Jewish carpenter turned rabbi. If he didn't get up, like he said, This is about the underlying truth of the Christian faith, which is looking to Jesus Christ, looking to him crucified and raised from the dead. Faith is not, faith is not captured and sustained or increased by looking at one another. Our faith is increased and sustained by looking to Jesus Christ, the author and the finisher of our faith. It is only by, it is only by absorbing the reality of the implications of the resurrection of Jesus that Christian faith is faith. But if there is no resurrection, mm, we came here for celebration this morning, didn't we? And here, Pastor, you talking about all this, what you? Well, I'm so glad Paul went on to say and to speak uh, these words in 1 Corinthians 15, 20. Paul, Paul says, but now, well, that's a shouting ground. But now, that's a hallelujah ground. But now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruit of them that slept. Here's what I get from this. The first fruit. I'm, I'm straight off of the farm out of Alabama and we did a lot of planting. And one of the things that we would do after you've done all the tilling and the planting and, and all of that, when the first fruits came forth, we'd hurry up and go out and pick some of it and bring it back. And judge and based upon the first fruit, you could kind of tell what kind of season it was going to be. 
And it was a joyful time to, co to collect the first fruits and say, it looks like it's going to be a good year. That's what I came to report to you this morning. We don't have to live in a, in a, in a, in a state of what if we, the first fruit has already come forth. Jesus Christ, who came and lived and died, did not stay in the grave, but we shout, we celebrate. We are a jubilant and a Sunday Easter people because the grave could not hold him. He rose. He rose with all power in his hand. And that were witnesses to this resurrection. He appeared to Mary according to Mark 6, 19, 11, and John 20, 11 through 18. He appeared to other women also according to Matthew 28, 9, and 10. He appeared also to two men on the Emmaus road, Luke 24, 13 through 32. He appeared because the grave could not hold him. He appeared to the apostle, those who were gathered in that room, minus Thomas. When they told Thomas, Thomas says, I won't believe it unless I see him for myself and, and put my finger in the, in the nail prints also. And a week later, John 20, 26, 29 says that Thomas was with them and he showed himself again. Oh. We celebrate this morning. We rejoice this morning because we serve a risen Savior. We serve a Savior that the grave could not hold. We serve a Savior that conquered death and walked out with all power in his hand. So, what a joy. Ah, what a hope. What a future. To know that one day he shall come again and receive unto himself those who have confessed the faith and a belief in him. And what a time it will be when all of God's people get together. What a time. What a time. What a time. Bless be his name. Amen. Members and friends at Highland Valley, we are grateful for your continued generosity with pledges, tithes, and second mile gifts in support of the ministry funding plan and all of the missions of this church today and every day. Giving to our Lord and the church is a joyous act of worship as we celebrate today our risen Lord and the knowledge that His great sacrifice is a symbol for, of God's never-ending love for every single one of us. Will you bow with me for prayer? Bountiful God, we come with our offerings in response to your love. With the new life in Christ, we give ourselves in service to others. With the energy bestowed by the Spirit, we seek to inflame all your people with a zeal for your way.
Receive the work we do and the gifts we bring, that they may become a blessing in your holy sight. Amen. Being here this morning on this first Sunday of April is also to partake in the Holy Communion. Uh, hopefully you've already received uh, one of the uh, self-contained communion elements. If not, raise your hand and Ursus will provide you with one. 
uh, long ago when Jesus met with his disciples on what was uh, uh, commemorated as the Passover and has now become what we celebrate as Holy Communion, when he was in that room with them, upper room with them, part of what they did was he took bread and he broke it. He gave it to them. He asked them to eat it. He took the cup and he drank of it and asked them to do the same. The clarion call of part of my formation into ministry uh, earlier on would be, ye that do truly and earnestly repent of your sins, crawl near with faith and take this holy sacrament to your comfort, meekly kneeling on your knees in your heart, in this case, and confessing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So in remembrance of him taking the bread, breaking the bread, giving saying, this is my body, eat it in remembrance of me. Remembrance of him taking the cup, sharing the cup, saying, drink of this in remembrance of me. We this morning come, and we prepare to receive this element as we take the bread and eat it in remembrance of Christ's body given for us. We take now the cup and we drink of it. Remembrance of Christ's blood shed for us. Then the, the commissioning would be now rise, go forth, serving, witnessing, and being a faithful disciple of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because you show by your coming, you intend to lead the new life, following his command. And so, God, we give you thanks for this holy moment of receiving these elements and remembrance of your body and your blood. May we be strengthened hereby. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.
to live a life of not have to, having to worry about the what-ifs when it comes to Jesus Christ's resurrection and his personal relationship in our lives. Oh, what a delight. There may be those who do not know Jesus as Lord and Savior, and we certainly want you to come to know him in such a way and become a part of the disciples who are living not a what-if life, but a glorious hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, for your resurrection. It's been good visiting with you this morning. I pray blessings upon you as you leave this place and others as you are at home. May the grace, the love, the peace of God be with you now and forever. Amen. Would you stand? Amen.